Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Well, there may be something. Yeah, here it is. Danico and Kaminsky. They got the Dukes up. One of 117 career fights for Ken Danico, who joins us now on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. It is Brendan Escott taking the reins here. Bob Stoffer off to the rink. It's the Oilers and Devils tonight. And as mentioned, we are pleased to be joined by the color man of the New Jersey Devils on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Hi, Ken. How's it going today? I'm doing fine, and I know the game has completely gone uh, 360 as far as that physical aspect, but we might need some of that to spark the Devils here. Yeah, well, let's let's per- perplexing to be the to say the least, shall I say? So, what in your assessment has been going on? They're o two and one out of the gate. The power play is producing absolutely nothing right now. Uh, the penalty kill is struggling. Uh, just give me your thoughts as a whole on what's going on through three games for the for the Devils. Well, I. I don't know exactly where to begin and like i said very perplexing especially after they scored the first goal four goals in the first 30 minutes of their first game against the winnipeg jets and it looked like it was going to be smooth sailing for a while but we know that's not always the case and for me it's it's simple i mean i think they're tentative the cohesiveness isn't quite there no question they have more skill they're a more talented team um, but there needs to be more urgency, and right now they're a little bit tight, and they're hoping, I would say, and I, and I agree with um, this line of thinking, the fact that, you know, it's early, and they hope they get this out of the way and find a way to win a hockey game and win a period and score a power play goal and kill a penalty, and none of that has happened. It's been disastrous, to say the least, but it's only three games, and we really have to uh, put that in perspective, I guess, here in New Jersey but you can look throughout the lineup and you can't say one player has really come out of the gate and played well. It's been collective from top to bottom. And if they all can 
give a little more, do a little more, start to have a little more precision. Their passes, their bobbling pucks, the PK's been a little bit too passive for my liking. And, and on the power play, the puck movement's been stale, and they've got more skill, and they have to start moving the puck and having some fun out there again because, to me, it just looks like the first three games they've been uh, extremely tentative after scoring the first four goals against the Jets, and that's what's really puzzling to me is how it can go south so quickly from that. The schedule not necessarily in favor of the Devils right now. We'll get to that in a second. But you mentioned the cohesiveness, Ken. There's so many new faces on that team right now from Subban to Gusev to Simmons and Hughes. And I imagine it's going to take some time for for all that to gel. Uh, Do you think because they made so many noteworthy additions that the guys had pretty high expectations of how this group should look and, and maybe it's just taken some time to get there? I think that's certainly part of it. I mean, you hope it comes together quickly when you have all those new faces. And if you look to last year, look no further than the Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. I'm not saying the Devils are going to go on to win the Stanley Cup because far from it. They have to start playing better hockey now. But it took them time to come together when they added a lot of new pieces. And that was the St. Louis Blues. So you have to look at that aspect of it. They just don't have any chemistry, as we like to say, right now and uh they there were high there are high expectations no question there should be because of the additions and some of the skilled guys and positions they've added to this hockey club but right now uh, they just have to find a way to to play a 60-minute game and, and start the game the right way and and find uh you know something positive to their game and, and that starts with killing a penalty or scoring a power play goal and and your confidence can change we know it's a game of um, ebbs and flows and certainly momentum swings, and they're hoping that if something goes positive tonight, starting against the Oilers, who are in the exact opposite direction, starting their season firing on all cylinders. And uh, For the Devils, they need to find a way to win a hockey game, and I think that could change uh, everything uh, pretty quickly. Chatting right now with the color analyst for the New Jersey Devils broadcast is Ken Danico on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. So with the number one pick on this team, Jack Hughes, just curious on your thoughts. He hasn't uh, registered his first NHL point yet, but how is he looking there for for the Devils squad? Well, I I thought he was a little better last night against the Philadelphia Flyers. I know the Devils didn't score, but nobody, like I said, throughout the lineup you can really say is is playing well right now, and I think that obviously going to affect the, an 18-year-old kid with the pressure he has on his shoulders, being the number one overall pick. And I expected that it might take a little bit of time, but he has all the tools. He's a terrific skater, extremely quick, and, and can make plays. But right now, uh, like the rest of the team, you know, there's been too many turnovers. Jack does that as well, has done that a little bit early on. But last night he was really moving. He backed off the defense and some of the things that I think we can expect from him moving forward. Uh, He's going to be a real good hockey player. He's a guy that, again, is very electrifying and can can make plays, sees the ice well. But right now he's fighting it just like uh, 19 other guys in that team. Uh, the goaltending looked pretty good last night. I think Corey Schneider gave the Devils a real good chance against Philadelphia. It is the second night, uh, or the second back-to-back here that they've had early in this season. It's safe to assume that Mackenzie Blackwood will be in tonight, Ken. And, and in your assessment, is, is John Hines looking for one of these guys to really take the reins as a starter, or might this team be comfortable platooning two pretty good goalies? Well, I think he's going to go with the guy that gives him the best chance to win. Simply put, he wants, if one of them 
gets a win and gets on a roll, obviously he'll probably see more of the games. And But going into the season, I believe it was uh, kind of a platoon system. And you have the veteran Corey Schneider who seemed to found his game. He did play well last night. I know he gave up four and a couple of quick ones there in the third period. Uh, they had a pretty good first period. Couldn't score. They probably had the better opportunities in the second. The Flyers really took it to them, and Corey kept them in it until the third period where uh, they got a couple of quick ones. So Schneider seems to have his game back. Mackenzie Blackwood's a, a real good young prospect, a big goaltender that played pretty darn well under tough circumstances last year with a team that was decimated by injuries. And on most nights, he gave them an opportunity to win. So they're hoping he can find his game, find a rhythm as well. But I think it's just kind of wait and see and who who runs with the ball here and who takes the reins uh, to play on a nightly basis. Both those guys understand that. They expect that. Schneider's such a real pro. He, he doesn't expect to be the number one guy uh, unless he's warranted that uh, role, certainly. And and we will wait and see, but I would expect Mackenzie Blackwood in the net tonight as well. Yeah, Ken, I think that's a fair assessment, just as an outsider. Um, now, with that in mind, give me your outsider's take on, on how the Oilers have looked. I don't know how much of the actual game action that you've seen, but uh, you know they're right up there with a the 3-0 and start. Uh, a lot of turnover here as well, and, and what uh, you know, Dave Tippett's been able to, to manufacture here out of a group that didn't necessarily add a ton of high-quality pieces in the eyes of some, but they've got the system working really well so what are your thoughts on what kind of challenges the Oilers might present New Jersey tonight well I was able to watch uh, some of that Islander game uh, where they were pretty impressive and obviously James Neal whose nickname is the real deal wasn't the real deal last year and certainly has shown that this year he's been the real deal in the early going anyway he's been pretty impressive and finding the back of the net but you know they've relied so heavily on McDavid and Dreisaitl you know consistently and and not a whole lot else, and that's why you need a system in place. And now they've got got some support guys playing well, and I think you nailed it. When you add a Dave Tippett, and team has a new voice, a new coach that has had success in the National Hockey League, I mean, the competitive balance in this league, we know, is, is at an all-time high, and every team has good players, and that includes the Edmonton Oilers, and even with their struggles the last few seasons, but it's about structure. It's about playing the right way consistently on a nightly basis and for the early going uh, so far anyway and, and getting some saves goaltending's a, a big part of it they've gotten that is dave tippett's uh attention paying attention has these guys paying attention to detail and that's what it is for me i mean you you can't take shortcuts in this game especially in your own zone you can't turn pucks the blue, over at the blue line and i think that's where there's a drastic improvement uh from the edmonton oilers in the early going here so the devils obviously what uh, what challenges do they face? A lot. The Oilers are confident. They're playing well. Certainly McDavid and Dreitzel always the dynamic duo and maybe the best dynamic duo in the league always face, give teams problems. doesn't matter uh, who it is. They're going to have to make sure they keep them to a dull roar. But they're going to have to play a similar type game, a structured game, whatever it takes to win a hockey game. And that means uh, cut down on turnovers. And, and this just hasn't been a relentless attack by the Devils. That's something they've been preaching over the last few years, and they've been a hard team to play against. And I don't feel that's happened in the first three games here. So that's what they're going to have to do if they have a chance tonight against the others who are playing uh, with a lot of confidence. And I give Dave Tippett a lot of credit, a veteran guy that knows his way around the National Hockey League, knows how to win hockey games in this league, and he's got these guys buying in. And that, that to me, is uh, 
uh, more than half the battle, and Tippett's done a terrific job thus far. And their guys are with, with names that, you know, some – I'm going to have to look at the lineup because some of their names I'm not very familiar with, but they've come in and done a real good job for them besides the star guys that they have already. And James Neal, again, uh, has started off terrific, and he's been a proven goal scorer in this league for a lot of years. Devils color analyst Ken Danico joining us on the Oilers Now hotline right now. Ken, a couple more for you here. Just in terms of the back-to-back sets, they've already had to deal with one of those and in the game two of the back-to-back against Buffalo, a 7-2 stinker by the Devils. Uh, but this is going to be an inspired team coming out, especially after getting the shutout, or getting shut out last night by Philadelphia, I should say. So uh, pretty impactful first 10 or 15 minutes of this game we can expect. Uh, how, uh, there, again, I just... I think that the Devils team looking for a, a lot of reasons to prove that they aren't the mm-hmm. 0-2-1 team that they have appeared to be out of the gate. Fair to say? Uh, yeah, I think early on in the season, back-to-backs really don't affect you as much, and certainly you didn't have to go uh, very far away, just a bus ride up the turnpike to Philadelphia, so you got a relatively good sleep, and yeah, they just want something positive here, so I, I would expect to see, I hope so, hope from a um, standpoint that they're going to be a desperate team and and play a little better uh all over the ice in all three zones because it's really been again puzzling to see neutral zone turnovers and and the pass is not tape to tape all the little things you need to be successful so i would expect they're going to be on high alert the coaching staff uh, certainly has them prepared going into tonight's game because they know you can't fall too far behind early you got to get a win and I, again, I believe that could really boost our confidence. And with Dano, and as everybody does, it's not going to be easy, especially against a team like Edmonton right now, who's playing with a ton of confidence and playing a very disciplined, structured game. The back, last back-to-back against the Sabres didn't play well, but conversely, the Buffalo Sabres played extremely well. So I like to give the other teams some credit every once in a while. The Sabres are a different team and a different look, and all their young guys are maturing, getting better. They're also under Ralph Kruger. Coincidentally, the former Oiler coach has really got them playing a structured game. There's not a lot of time and space out there. I thought the Flyers did that as well for the Devils. So they're going to have to make better decisions with the puck, and certainly they're going to have to do that tonight against the Oilers. And I think they will be a desperate team uh, because under Dave Tippett, they're playing a much more structured game, and they've seen that in their first uh, or their last two games especially with the Buffalo Sabres, the Philadelphia Flyers. Not a lot of time to make plays. You've got to execute, and you've got to execute quickly, and that hasn't happened yet for New Jersey. One more for you here, Ken, as we chat with the color analyst for the New Jersey Devils, Ken Danico, and that is, I mean, you have that blockbuster trade of a couple summers ago, Taylor Hall facing his old team once again tonight. I think it would be remiss if I didn't ask you. Uh, this game still means something extra special to uh, to number nine out there in New Jersey, who was the number one pick for the Oilers uh, a number of years ago, right? Well, I certainly think any time you've played uh, as long as Taylor Hall has uh, quite a while now coming in as an 18-year-old and the number one overall pick with the Oilers, that it always has a little uh, special incentive, a little extra you always want to give against your former team. Having said that, I think Taylor Hall's focus is <clears throat> to find a way for his team, his Devils, uh, to get a win, just kind of what we've been alluding to and talking about. And Taylor Hall is this team's game-breaker. I mean, he's uh, had a terrific training camp. He's healthy again, but he's, like the rest of the guys, uh, not quite on track yet. And again, that's just more about cohesiveness. So I'd expect Taylor to have his uh, 
a little more juice flowing tonight and certainly a little more excitement playing against the Oilers. And I think mainly his focus is to get a win because after you've already faced them uh, a few times, I think now it's about uh, your team. And, and Devils want to, you know, start winning hockey games and show that they can be a contender in the future and, and be a consistent team that can be a playoff team because, you know, they've got uh, contract negotiations coming up with Taylor Hall. I know he likes it here. He's had great communication, but it's not the way they certainly wanted to start, wanted to start the season or I, I, I'd imagine the way Taylor Hall, and he is their best player, he is their game breakers, wanted this season to start for the Devils or for him personally. I don't want to put you on the spot, Ken, so I'm not going to ask you about the likelihood of Taylor Hall re-signing there. We'll let Stoff do that a little later on this season. I really appreciate you taking the time, my friend, and have a great call tonight, okay? Yeah, all I will tell you is going into the season, it was very positive in my estimation, and I'm very bullish that he will sign here. But having said that, uh, they don't want too many more losses early on here for sure. <laughs> Fair enough, Ken. Thanks again for your time. All the best. All right, pal. Take care. That is the voice or the uh, color analyst for the New Jersey Devils, Ken Danico. It is Brendan Escott in for Bob Stoffer here in the final half hour of an Oilers game day. We'll be back to wrap up the show after this. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. It is Brendan Escott steering the ship home today on Oilers Now. Stoffer getting ready to jump on the bus, head to the rink the Prudential Center in New Jersey. Oilers Devils tonight. You can hear that right here on 630. Chad, the face-off show goes at 3.30, a 5 o'clock puck drop. We'll get you all teed up in that hour and a half. Royal Pizza celebrating 50 years here in Edmonton, and they're still making it great. On now, through October, Royal Pizza offering the Combo Special, which is your choice of Greek or Caesar salad with garlic toast, two medium gourmet pizzas, and four anniversary cookies, all for $50. Pick that up at any one of their 14 Edmonton locations. A couple textures at 630-630, wondering what the line combos are tonight. Well, it's actually a mystery, unfortunately, because neither team skated the morning. Morning, so we can speculate. We can speculate that Mike Smith will be the starting goaltender for the Oilers. We will probably not know that until puck drop. Uh, and you heard Ken Danico uh, a couple minutes ago saying that Mackenzie Blackwood likely to go on the second half of a back-to-back for the Devils. Let's go to this day in Oilers history. It is brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now on two great road trips to Chicago or Tampa Bay, including a five-night Caribbean cruise. For reservations, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. On this day back in 1979, the Edmonton Oilers play their first NHL game, losing 4-2 to the Blackhawks in Chicago. The team's first ever draft pick, Kevin Lowe and tough guy Dave Hunter, both scored for the Oilers. You heard what's happening tonight on 6.30. Chad, tomorrow on Oilers Now, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. That's for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses. Horse Racing Alberta. And we'll check in with a member of the Edmonton Oil Kings team after their road trip concludes tonight. Hope you get to tune in. Tonight on 6.30, Chad, again, 3.30 for the face-off show. 5 o'clock for the puck drop. Oilers, Devils, Brendan Escott saying so long. Thanks for tuning in today on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30, Chad.